This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go on the podcast as we're going to discuss a whole bunch of things, including Sean Moresh. Why the hell not? Al Dukes, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. How are you? It's opening day. It is. I wore an old school seven line shirt, Shea. I do like that shirt a lot. This is before they were allowed to, uh, before they had the major league license, so they had to do their own things. Yeah, and the agreement with the, uh, the club. Yeah, so I'm old school, Jerry. A lot of people hopped on the bandwagon. I'm old school. For next week... I'm going to wear cotton jerseys. No, I'm going to wear the uh, the ones with the new logos on it. New school. You follow? I follow. Did you ever go to opening day as a kid? Uh, never. Me neither. And as an adult, I have zero interest. Same here. I'd much prefer go on Saturday, day two. <laughs> right, right. When there's an empty stadium and you do what you want. Do I really need 45,000 people there? Although, I'd rather go when there's 20,000. I did go one year. I went with Craig to a Mets opening day. Okay. And David Wright hit a home run to right field. I remember it was a low and away pit. And it, it, it is a different atmosphere. Oh, I agree. It's electric. When it's packed. Yes, I agree. And I've been to games that are packed, and that's yeah. fine. But to me, opening day, and say what you want, there's a whole bunch of phony people in that yes. building. That, to me, is kind of like a big playoff game where people that don't know what the stadium looks like all of a sudden pay big bucks to sit, you know, in the lower section. And it's colder because it's the season's well, just starting. Well, that's true, starting. too. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, if I wanted to go, I would take a look at the forecast. And if I saw a day like today and I was a Yankee fan, I would probably go. You would. Because it's going to be 55 today and sunny. I don't think the weather's an issue today. But I'm, like, last year I remember, I don't remember, I want to say the Mets opened with the Cardinals, I think. I think. Maybe not. But I remember I went the first weekend I took my boys to see Mets Cardinals that. Yes, on a Saturday afternoon, and it was spectacular. Right. It was great. Maybe it was Sunday. I don't remember, but it was a 1 o'clock game, and it was tremendous. The, there was good atmosphere. The place wasn't sold out, but there were probably 28,000, 30,000 people there. There were a lot of people. It was a nice day. Plus, you got to think, if you go to a regular Met game where there's like 20,000 people there or 18,000, whatever they get, and it's traffic getting in and out then, yeah. we imagine like when if you doubled that. It's a mess. How it's are people getting mess. in and out? I've gone to games where it's been close to a sellout. I get there three hours before. Right. And I do my old, we're watching either the top of the ninth or the bottom of the ninth from the stairwell by our exit where the car is. And you're running. 
And as soon as that third strike, my like my guys know, and my wife for sure, as soon as that third out is recorded, we're we're the first ones out the door. We run to the car and we get out. Yeah. And it does work. That's the way to do it. We do it with devil games too. Otherwise I can't I can't be bothered with sitting in the parking lot for three so hours. So you will wait it out though for the entire game before you head out? If it's a close game. If it's a close game. Mets are up by four runs going to the ninth or down by four runs. Let's go. You we'll go listen to the last inning in the car. Last inning. Yeah. Because the but the the probability of them coming back is nothing. Right. It can happen, and it does happen, but it's so rare. And you listen in the car. Yes. You get it there. Mm-hmm. The radio feel. Usually, especially if it's a weeknight. I, I got to get home. I will pop the Mets game on when I get home at 1. You'll just pop it on? Yeah, I'll pop it on. It'll be ba- something to do in the background. Okay. While um, you know, eating chips and salsa. I'm going to. Our game plan is my son. I actually offered my son to stay home. From school? Yeah. Nice. To watch the game, but he couldn't because he's got a big exam today. Is that right? Yes. That's a bad job by the teacher. He's actually too um, he's too responsible. But whatever. So we set the DVR for the Met game. So what I will do is I'll watch the Yankee game, and then I'll watch it with him when he gets home at 2.15 or 2.20, and then we'll catch up. Now, you and I also enjoy the MLB app. Yes, very much so. Because you can watch the games speed it up, right? What do they call that? It's okay. like... Well, you can move through the game. The condensed games, you mean? Yeah, condensed yeah. games. Well, they'll do a condensed game in like 10 minutes. Correct. You 10, the 15, whole game. yeah, something like that. Yeah, I like that. I like that, but you still have to... You miss something. Unless you follow along on the play-by-play chart. Mm-hmm. And then, see, here's how I like it. If you follow along on the play-by-play chart and you see like they'll only give you the third out of an inning, I will pause it and I will go to the play-by-play chart. If I see a guy struck out, guy popped up, and then the third out, I'm good. If I see a guy doubled and then doubled off second base and you're still only seeing the third out, now i got to go to the game broadcast and watch watch the entire sequence to know what's going on. So there are ways around having a good idea of what's going right. on. Right, because on the MLB app, you can get the highlights, which are only like two minutes right. long. Then you get condensed game, which is like nine to ten minutes mm-hmm. long. Or you could rewatch the entire game. Right. If you're a subscriber. And the other thing I do as a subscriber, a lot of times, because most nights, by the fifth inning, I'm going to sleep, I will go back to the play-by-play and see what was important, and I'll watch the entire innings of the, you know, not a one, two, three, nothing inning. Right. But an inning that had eight guys come to the plate, and they only scored one run. Like, how the hell that happened? You watch that inning. And the other great thing with the MLB app, and they were ahead of this before everybody else, it, their HD quality. Tremendous. It's it amazing. Never, it never freezes. And it... The, it looks incredible. Yeah, I agree. And it looks like that on TV at home Yeah, with the app. Because like, I have it on, on the Roku. Like uh, when I watch ML, uh, NFL highlights, they're grainy. They're like, what are we doing? NBA too. MLB looks like super HD. Yeah, no doubt. And I have, I've, I've had the MLB package now for, you know, the app for three years, I guess. Yeah. This year I'm taking the Rockies and the over. The so over. I will be watching a lot of Rocky games. Is that time. right? Yes. So with the app, you have that on like a TV set? Well, well. yeah. So I put the MLB app on my Roku. Roku. And then you just click it on there and you can watch whatever. And you streaming, no problem. No problem at all. Live games. Live games and and past games, yeah. What announcers do you get? The home announcer? You pick. Oh, you pick. You can pick. Here's what's really cool. You can pick home TV, road TV, national TV if it's a national game, and then that takes care of the home and away usually. And, or you can watch it with the radio guys, home really? or away, over the video. 
It's really, I know it's thirty, whatever it is, thirty dollars a month or whatever I pay. It's tr- it's worth it though. It is tremendous. I got yeah. the year, last year of Vin Scully. I watched a lot of Vin Scully overlay over the uh, over the footage. Great. No, did he quit Vin Scully? He's still doing games, or he quit? He retired. Retired, they say. Yes. Two he years retired. ago. Two years ago. Yes. He last called year no was, games last year. He didn't call any games last year. They invited him, what? I believe, to call opening day, or if not opening day, one of the playoff games, he declined. Really? Yes. He went to games. Okay. They, they showed him in the suite, but he never did a game. He went as a fan. He did. Okay. He's just being Uncle Vin or Grandpa Vin. Grandpa Vin. He's got to be. I'm an Uncle Jerry, and I'm very young. He's got to be a grandfather. He's a great-great-grandfather, I believe. Oh, great-great-grandfather. See if you're interested in this, Jerry. You know, um, the Easter season is upon us. I did see a thing on the internet yesterday of a peep pizza pie. Really? Yeah. Where someone took a regular pizza, put peeps on it, and put it in the oven, and it melted into the pizza. Good. It did not look interesting to me. Sounds disgusting. Looked disgusting. But here I have a thing that says Dunkin' Donuts who've got way too many flavors now for their coffee. Dunkin' Donuts has a peep-flavored iced coffee. That sounds good. That you're interested in. I wouldn't get it, but I'm saying it sounds good. It's sweet. They have a peeps-topped donut, which I would like be very interested in, but peeps-flavored coffee and espresso drinks. I think the the peeps-flavored coffee would would taste good. Aren't peeps just sugar? So wouldn't it be just like a a flavored sugar? Flavored sugar? Yeah. Vanilla Peep Donuts they have, white icing, egg-shaped sprinkles, and a yellow Peep plopped in the middle. Hmm. You can get, oh, you could get hot coffee as well. I know you go to Dunkin' Donuts sometimes on your way to work. Uh, I do. I go to Dunkin' Donuts a lot for coffee. You should grab yourself a Peep Donut, a Peep I only get flavored coffee. coffee once a week, and that's on Sunday mornings. Hot coffee? Yeah. What flavor do you choose? Uh, I will get, every Sunday morning, I will get the... Um, the vanilla flavored coffee because that's what my wife wants. That's the one day I go get coffee for her. And I have found that they it's really amazing. When I order a plain coffee with the French vanilla coffee, I either get two planes or I get two French vanillas. <laughs> and I don't care either way, but my wife doesn't want the plain if she's she wants, expecting the vanilla flavor. Yeah. So I have gone on Sundays to just vanilla flavored coffee. Dunkin' you go? And it is it really is good. Yeah. Vanilla it's, flavored it's, coffee. It's tremendous. Yes. It's very good. Hmm. All right, so pick yourself up of Peep Donut. And I can't. A I got to get two of them then. Peep Iced Coffee. Because if they screw that up, right? Yeah, then you're in trouble. Yeah. What the hell is this? The Peep flavored coffee. Peep. Don't even tell her. Just tell her it's a regular coffee. Again, she might like it because, again, peeps are sweet. Peeps are very sweet, Jerry. Very sweet. Here's a story, Jerry, from Rockford, Michigan. I've been to Rockford. Oh, by the way, I put your name down uh, as a uh, reference for me getting a dog. Okay. They wouldn't allow me to put family. So I put you and Eddie Scazzeri. Okay, that's fair. So if you get a call, do not badmouth me to the dog adoption people. I will not badmouth. Do not say, I don't even know he liked dogs. No that worries. would be bad. No know what you used to say, Jerry? Dogs take to him. I'll just say, you know, it's weird because Michael Vick used to be his favorite player. I wonder why he <laughs> wants a dog. Do not say that. I'll never wind up with a dog. I'm just kidding. I would never. Go like this. Go, even dogs that don't like people like him. That would be cool. Whatever, dude. Yeah. 
I will give you a very good reference. And do not just say whatever dude to the person. <laughs> That's not going to get it. So Al wants a dog, huh? I wonder why. So, the, Huh. I guess the other one he had passed <laughs> unexpectedly. I did get rejected for a dog. But not because of anything you did. They didn't feel that the... that the, How about this? So they told me that the dog I was interested in was abused by men and does not really take to men and is afraid of men and... How about, imagine beating up a dog. Yeah, guys. I mean, you've got to be disgusting. some I'm sort of you. loser. I'm with you. I'm with you, man. But well, you know what? If if there are parents and adults out there that abuse, abuse children, true. are you surprised they're going to abuse a dog? I am not surprised. It's disgusting. I was reminded of that because this story I have here, Jerry, is from a pet store. And it goes on in Rockford, Michigan. Uh, I, the staff at the Downriver Pet Store is asking for help in trying to identify a man who walked in there on March 20th. Uh, oh, at the Love My Pet Store in Rockwood. Down Driver is the town, I believe. Uh, the Love My Pet Store in Rockwood, Michigan, and scooped up a four-foot adult python out of the case, stuck it down his pants, and left. You're kidding me. Yeah. It's on tape. A dark-haired man in a blue shirt and jeans shoving the four-foot reptile down his pants before exiting. I mean, Have you, they found this guy? No. That's rolling the dice if you you're think? putting a four-foot python. Pythons are the ones that will squeeze you, right? I death. believe so, yeah. You squeeze your penis, then what? Aye, aye, aye. These are uh, pythons that are found in Africa. Yeah, I it's, trust that. It's non-venomous. Still. And it's the smallest of the African pythons. And it's very popular due to their docile temperament, it says Like, why here. would you not think it wouldn't wrap itself around your schwang? Yeah. The snake is valued at $100. And I would think his penis would be valued at more. Yes. I mean, what are you doing, dude? I'd be very scared to steal a snake and shove it well, down Well, first of all, I'd pants. be scared to steal anything. Yes. Let alone a snake, and then to put it down your pants? A-hole. Yeah. What a douche. Seriously. That's bizarre. Yeah. Well, I guess criminals do stupid things, right? Is that, I oftentimes, Jerry, people say to me, is that a four foot python in your pants? I'll say no. But thank you very much. I did like how Mrs. Marash made a a point as to how great her son is, how he Uh would never do anything wrong. Right. And when brought up the fact that he was arrested once, she just brushed that off. Brushed it off. Have you ever been arrested? I've not. Me neither. I love when people brush off a misdemeanor. They'll be like, even cops will be like, uh, we don't think that guy's any trouble. He's just got a couple misdemeanors. Oh, oh, you know who doesn't have any misdemeanors? Me. People that don't break the law. <laughs> right. Or they'll be like, you, you, uh, we're not going to give you this dog uh, because, you, oh, I only have misdemeanors. <laughs> well, how about you have no misdemeanors? We'll start there. How about you there. don't get arrested? Yeah. And here's a lawsuit, Jerry, that I'm behind. An appeals court in Australia has to decide on a $1.3 million lawsuit filed by a former employee of a construction company who recall who refers to his boss as Mr. Stinky. He says the supervisor would enter his office, windowless small office, and fart five or six times a day. And the farts were so overwhelming that it was a hostile work environment. So he sued him for $1.3 million. He's suing right now for $1.3 million. That would be amazing if he won that. Yeah. 
This is stupid. Some, uh, let's see, the, the lawsuit was some inappropriate behavior in the office, including passing wind. And is that bullying? What is? What do you think of that? Let's say you had a very small office here, windowless. And every day, Boomer came into your office and ripped farts. And then closed the door behind him. That is a hostile work environment. At some point, I would have to tell Chernoff. Yeah. Oh, well, that'd be so great. If he, w- I mean, if you couldn't get him to stop. Yeah. Honestly, at some point, if it did grow up. Imagine if you're working in HR and you have to handle farts. I'm sure they've had to handle a lot of weird situations. Yeah, and we don't get privy to any of that because no, it's all private. We? And I, w- I don't want to be privy to. You it. don't. I didn't know. If someone was here locking a Can door and farting and in a room and that was being complained about, you wouldn't want to know? I would. I want to say something that is going to sound really bad, okay. but I think it'd be a much better world if most of us had this take. I don't care what other people do. You don't. I'm worried about what I'm doing and mm-hmm. what we're doing on this show. So you would be concerned if you were the one farting, because that wouldn't be right, or if you were being farted upon. Or if it upon. was happening to you or right. it was happening to Eddie. If someone in another department has a problem, if you need my help, ask. Right. But I'm not nosy enough or do I care enough to go find out on my own. So if there's a farting situation going on at 92.3, not, my not problem. your business. If you have an issue and you want my help, ask me. I'll be right. happy to help you. Otherwise, I'm not searching for it. Right. Nor do you want to be told there's a farting situation. I'm not interested. No. I don't care. I'm not to worry in- about all, all morning. I'm somewhat interested. You're interested in everything. Yeah. You're very curious about other people's business. Yes. I know that. You want to know how much everybody makes. Oh, well, I would love you that. You want to know what their family life is like. Yes. You want to know how they, they spend. do when they leave here, how they make their bills. Right. How they buy certain things when I've assumed their salary. Like, right. That sort You're of very thing. nosy. Yeah. I don't care. Very nosy. You know why? Because you have kids. You have other things to worry about. I don't. Agreed. I, I, I would worry agree, about I would agree with things. that. My, right now, my head's spinning because I got notified this morning that I need to change the games around this weekend. Oh. That means I've got to, and I'm not complaining, but I've got to contact 21 sets of adults mm-hmm. and see if I can get everybody on board. And then I got to call the league and then I call the other coach. It's like, I don't need this right now. Right. So that's the stuff I'm wrapped up in. Someone blast an ass in someone's office, not interesting. Not your concern. Not my problem. Probably if I had a dog or children. Or responsibilities, I wouldn't even be right, concerned. Right, something else to do other than work. Yeah, I wouldn't be concerned about farts. <laughs> so perhaps if you get called about this dog adoption, say, you know what? This guy's very concerned about other people's stuff. I think a dog would be good for him. I w- if that's what you'd like me to say, that's what I'll say. Yeah, do that. Right now he's got his nose up someone's ass smelling farts. I'm right. not sure. We're not sure. Jerry, the warm-up. Is that pump, it? That's all. We're done. All that's right. all for today. You have a great opening day. You too, Jerry, and I hope people are listening to this while they're sitting in traffic on their way to Yankee Stadium. Ooh, that'd be fun. And if you are, once we get to the rewind to get back to the fart start, roll down your windows and blast it. The fart start? The fart, uh, the start of the fart conversation. It was pretty clever, though. You called it the fart start. The fart start. Rewind it, blast your uh, radio, roll down your windows, and see if there are others also enjoying this conversation. By others, you mean there is someone actually enjoying it? Yes. Well, there'd be multiple people. Right. Doesn't count yourself. And then the warm-up program follows right after this, right here. Oh, by the way, this is Thursday, right? Today's Thursday. Eddie Scazzeri on the podcast next week. Oh, is that right? Yes. Where are you going? You won't be here. I will not be here. Okay. 
I will be somewhere by a beach. You're detained in a lawsuit having to do with farts, but it's not our business. I'll be in Australia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Defending the fart boss. <laughs> You'll be gotta, on a beach. I gotta go. That's Goodbye. awesome. Yes. Okay. Warm up. See you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. But it's damn good, and here we go on a Thursday. It's called Opening Day. Patrick, sorry, last week didn't count. What's up, Al Dukes? Who's Patrick? Oh, hi, Jerry. I don't know the guy who called up from the bar from last week. Oh, a guy with oh the uh, yelling at us, the Irish fella. We were giving out bad information. Right. Today's Opening Day. Today officially counts Opening Day. Yes. Uh, I heard it's going to be like 50-something degrees it's be here. gorgeous today. In the New York area. Yeah. And then the Saturday, if you're going to the stadium, it might hit 70. Is that right? Yes. All right. Which stadium game would this be, Jerry? Orioles-Yankees on Saturday? Nice weather? Yes. Okay. I wasn't talking about Three Rivers Stadium. I was talking about Yankee got Stadium. Got it. Yankee Stadium. So today, Jacob DeGrom pitches for the Mets. He has got it going on today. He better have it going on today, but... You know how it's going to go, though. He's going to get up nine runs in three innings coming off the contract signing. Mm. Either that or the Mets just won't score any runs for him. And he loses one nothing to right. Max Scherzer. So I know he just did a new contract with the Mets. If I were Jacob DeGrom, part of my new deal, I would say, listen, I love to pitch opening day. That's going to be awesome. I'm going up against the best you Max Scherzer. against the number five starter, though. But after this first series... Throw me up against these scrub fifth starters that we've never heard of so I can get some wins. Right. We're going to lose to the number one starter. Why? 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 You just You've got that. your number one guy going. Like, don't, like you, don't you think the Nationals are saying, well, we better score some runs again for Scherzer because yes. we're facing DeGrom? Yes, I do think they're saying Right. That. It's kind of the same thing. I know what you're saying, though. Why not put your best up against their worst? It's yeah. almost like lock it in as a win. Locked in win. But then you're basically locking in a loss when you take on their ace. I would put, like... Who's the Mets' worst pitcher? Uh, really? Yeah. Vargas. Okay. I'd be like, Vargas, you're facing Scherzer. Then we'll throw DeGrom and Syndergaard. Why even go then DeGrom? Go DeGrom against the number four or five yeah. guy. Go Wheeler, too. But DeGrom be like, I'd probably win 20 games this year. <laughs> Easily. And have the lowest DRA. I think it's as easy as you make it sound. Oh, it's easy, Jerry. I don't think so. Because there are many times where it doesn't line up ace against ace. Yeah. I, I actually think a lot of times the guys just realize, oh, the Grom's in the mound, we're fine. Like, it's, it's almost like it's a mindset. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, eh, we score a couple of runs, we'll be okay. And then all of a sudden, you're doing nothing for eight innings. All we need is the lucky home run, and we've got this game. Because we've got DeGrom, and he's got it going on. You better hope he's got it going on. On the mound. Yeah, I actually heard the Broadster yesterday with CMB. Oh, really? Dude, so confident. Yeah, very confident. Although I didn't care for this story that came out yesterday, that during the DeGrom negotiations, Brody made a food run. Yes, for the tacos. But it went to 7-Eleven. Yeah, they got taquitas and tacos, I believe. Isn't that he what they are? Mini ta- mini tacos. Right. And beef and cheese taquitos, whatever those are. Well, clearly you don't go to 7-Eleven or but Wawa. If I was signing a guy for what he signed for, this DeGrom? $137 million. Could be 107 What do you want me to go get sushi? No offense to 7-Eleven. We all love 7-Eleven. But you can't be feeding taquitos and tacos to a guy who just gave $130 million But to. you can. How many times have you talked about the Chad Ocho Cinco story about where he bought all his food when he was making a lot of money on the Bengals? Oh, he was eating McDonald's three times a day. Everybody loves ripped. it, dude. Everybody loves it. That's why uh except you. That's why Donald Trump serves college uh teams 
fast food burgers when they come to the White House. They all enjoy it. They do love a I've fast food. I've always told food. you this. These post-game meals are awesome. You get on the buzz, guys got a whole pies. Pizza. Pizzas? Yes. An entire pizza. Brody probably thought it was cool. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be like a regular person and go to 7-Eleven. I think he was just hungry. Get taquitos and... And get it done. Yeah. He got all those things that are on the spinners in the 7-Eleven. That you would not go near. <laughs> they do look delicious, though. I was in Wawa this morning. Yes, Al. I made a Wawa run at 3.15 this morning. And they were they were, Very... they were baking fresh. Baking fresh taquitos. In, they were uh... making their breakfast sandwiches. Oh. So they don't put them on the spinner. They right. go on the heater. The I'm going gonna, gonna to eat. For a week, only things on a spinner. Well, I would say if you go to Wawa, you could eat the breakfast sandwiches because they give you a nice egg whites, okay, some turkey sausage, and a nice plain bagel. Only if the turkey sausage is spinning. It's not on spinning. The thing. It's a patty. Patty. I like a. You like sausage link. I'm a more of a link guy than a patty. You are. Got it. So, what do you do when you go to McDonald's? Not a sausage. Yeah, they have just a sausage. I do like a sausage. Pretty good. Muffin. Of course, you do. Yeah. Jerry Giancarlo Stanton claims he still shops at TJ Maxx and Marshalls. I believe it. You believe that? I do. Absolutely, I believe that. Why not? Well. What's wrong with that? I've been to TJ Maxx and Marshalls because Gina loves it. Right. In the man section, I don't see a lot of Giancarlo Stantons. Uh, No, I don't think he's working or, excuse me, shopping in New Jersey in the suburbs. He lives in Manhattan, doesn't he? Oh, also the Manhattan Marshalls is more bougie than the... No, you just said you're not seeing him. No, I mean, I don't see his type. What's his type? Athletic, good-looking, muscular. So you soft, fat guys? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're not a soft, fat guy, and you go there. And I know it's not like this anymore. It used to be many years ago. Marshalls was, like, always something wrong with the clothing. Well, they would be it's damaged. Not, right. It's not like that anymore, no, I don't usually believe. Usually tags off. There could be a tiny little hole right. in, the, in the garment. Yeah. And you'd have to like hold up the garment and go, hmm, is the right sleeve longer? What if I rolled the sleeve up? Would you be able to tell? You buy a collar shirt. You come home. It goes above the belly button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was always like you'd be looking at it with your mother going, it looks perfect. <laughs> I don't think there's anything wrong with Stanton this. I see Stanton going there. Buying his triple X size clothes because he's like six nine, but just all beefed up. I would think he'd be a big mirror. and tall guy. A big and tall guy, yeah, like Men's Warehouse. Yeah, is that no, Men's that, no, no? They have big, big and it's tall. Called the big and tall yeah. place, right? Yeah, big and tall. Do you think there's more big or more tall in those places? I think more big, probably more big. Yeah, look at society. Because I think if you're a tall guy, you can go. You can still go. To your that TJ Maxx cool and Marshall. If you walked into Marshall's and you saw John Carlos Stanton rummaging through right. the double X sizes <laughs> and seeing what fits and what yeah. doesn't. John Carlos Stanton and may he rest in peace. King Kong Bundy, both shopping in the same <laughs> store for their extra large clothing. I suppose. Adam Ottavino, Jerry. He's on the Yankees now. Where's he from? What team? I think he came from the he came from the Rockies. Yeah, there you go. That's Good right. job. Somebody reads articles. <laughs> this guy, he says that he was to uh, the Yankee home opener in 1997 as a fan because he wanted to yell Giambi sucks at him, and he did. I'm sure he did. And he said later they became teammates on the said Rockies. How about that? And he said he told him, I once went to a Yankee home opener and yelled, "You suck at you." And I'm sure he didn't even hear him. Right. That's now, no who hears you? The guy next to you. The players don't hear you yell. Right, what's you funny suck. about that though, it's interesting you bring up that story. So Eli Manning spoke yesterday at something. I have no idea what. But 
I think Neil Best covered it for Oh, yeah. Well, Neil Best was locked in on Twitter about this. Did you see the quote, though, from Eli about playing in Philadelphia in 2017? I did not. He says, you go there, and there's a nine-year-old kid giving you, giving, <laughs> excuse me, giving me the double finger. <laughs> not a thumbs up. Not we're number one. Mm-hmm. And then he said something about my mom. I had to go Google what it was. <laughs> it's a different culture there. So he heard, that, he heard that from a nine-year-old. Right. Eli sucks. He probably heard, because you said he had a Google. Remember yes. I told you I had to Google your mother wears combat boots? Yes. You think I didn't know what Googling that meant. That? Yeah. I suppose it's possible. A little nine-year-old giving him the double finger. Hey, Eli, your mother wears <laughs> combat boots. And he took Take note. that. Oh, it's funny. So, yeah, so whether it's Adovino or mm-hmm. Eli or Jason Giambi, they all hear something. Okay. Something. And sad news for... Oh, no, don't do sad news. Eddie Scazzeri today. Oh. It appears the dog again. No, it appears the AAF, the Alliance of American We're not Football. Sure yet. They may be folding after this week. Yes. They said they will know by tomorrow. But I, here's what I didn't like. I was reading the articles about this, Jerry, and they said, uh, well, we if the NFL doesn't give us some players. The NFLPA, the Players Association. But you they started I, I, that league. Now I'm with you. I don't understand why that has to do with anything. Right. Like I thought they started that league with nothing to do with the NFL. Um, correct. I mean, hmm. when they started it, I thought it was supposed to be some sort of developmental type league and yeah. maybe players could kind of, you know, get better, improve and kind of make the transition to the NFL. But it, I don't know. I mean, he put it squarely on the NFLPA, not allowing young players to come play there. And so I guess they're struggling to me. It either works or it doesn't work. I don't know what difference does it make. You got Johnny, well, not Johnny Manziel. No, yeah, Johnny Manziel. Yeah, Johnny Manziel. He's in it now. If that doesn't help, nothing's going to help. I hope they do like a highlight package about the first season with uh, Sarah McLaughlin's I will <laughs> remember you. What will be remembered more, the USFL or the AF? Oh, USFL. There's yeah. documentaries about it, and people are still interested in it. We had, we had Herschel the, Walker on the Generals. Jim Steve Kelly. Young on the, what team was he on? The Memphis the Showboats? Express. Oh, he's on the Express. Or something. Or something. Yeah, he's on one of those teams. Right. Uh, yeah, they How had. How many like, teams could you name right now? Uh, I give you the Showboats and the Generals. Okay. I know Eddie could probably name them all, so don't say anything. Tampa Bandits. Okay, that's three. The well, Express. Really one. Who are they? What city? No, LA. Don't look at him. L.A. Express. Okay, that's two. The Utah Utes. No, that's a, no. That's a college team. Oh. Um, I don't Is remember that... any of the other teams. So you got two, and I got two. Yeah. Eddie, how many more were there? San Antonio Gunslingers, Houston Gamblers, <laughs> oh, Houston Denver Gambler. Gold, Chicago Blitz, Ooh. Uh, the Baltimore Philadelphia Stars, the Boston uh, slash Portland Breakers. <laughs> Eddie, who's the number three starter on the Yankees? <laughs> I, <laughs> that he doesn't know. Uh, but he knows all in, those USFL teams. Right, because Eddie said, you know what? <laughs> There's so many baseball experts. I'll be an expert in USFL I'm and the, the AF. The Football League yeah. right. expert is. He's Greg an expert says. on alternative football leagues. Do you think right now at the XFL oh, we office? Take a break, dude. At the XFL offices, they're like, the AF's going on. <laughs> they might be, yes. <laughs> he might be. We got to take a quick break. When we come back, Boomer and Geo next on the panel. All right, yeah, that's coming up in like a second or so. Um, I killed us here, Al. So opening day, what else you got? Oh, so I saw that the Atlanta Braves, Jerry, they're serving full deep-fried chickens. Full chickens you will get and bring to your seat. Like you go to Costco and get? Yeah. That's but cool. But deep-fried. That's Well, they're all deep-fried, aren't they? I legitimately, when I saw this, I was like, where are all these chickens coming from? Like, where did they come from? The farms. 
What? The, the whole country's got to be farms. How many farms there are? Get ready no, for Yankees opening day with our Thursday Yankees box office blitz. This hour and every hour until 1230.